What would you say you do here? You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. There are no more shenanigans, no more tomfoolery, no more ballyhoo. Well, it's a new week. New week, new us. Now it's pretty much the same shit, right? No, the same old no, crap. Same old crap. Yep. So uh, real quick, we have some uh, exciting, it's an exciting week as far as performers at the Cellar Door Wine Bar downtown Kingman, Arizona, uh, which you know is one of our sponsors. Which I'm excited because I was down there for the first time in two fucking months. Yeah. Friday. Had a great time, and I'm sorry I wasn't there. I had to do nerdy beer shit. I don't remember the guy's name. He he was a good he was a good performer. I forgot the. I'm so terrible. Wow, because it was gonna be Leonard Interior, and then he because they had the storms down there, and he had to fix all the hospital shit. Rob the Drifter, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you know him? I do. Okay. Have you yeah, heard him? I have. He's good. He was yeah. good. Well, because he uh, re- remember months ago we were having he played at the cellar door months ago we were there or it was the day before he was going to be there and Jeremy because Jeremy's known him for f- probably 30 years or more right and it said yeah he used to be part of a band and the band went from a four piece to a three piece that changed the name oh, went to, the two, to a two piece and now it's just him he's the drifter because <laughs> and, and it's just I mean that's how, that's what happens with bands especially sure. local bands life gets in the way of whatnot right. I just remember that conversation going that's pretty much the how I've seen it go over the like eight or nine years that I've I've known and him. he does a pretty good job oh he's I mean, fantastic he, he really he really was that was that was a good I was we were there until closing Steve and I closed the place Which down sounds like oh party animals we were all right so this week. The September 14th, which is the day you guys will hear this, uh, that evening, ri- these are all times start at 7 p.m. Richard Solis, which we've heard before, we've seen mm-hmm. Julia walk up there and just perform with him. Nice. After like eight glasses of wine, and I was just like, that is a goddamn rock star. Could she hold eight glasses of wine? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. She held every single one of them while she drank them. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, and Richard has also played at Blackbridge multiple times and is just kills it, whether it's just him solo or right. with a band. So that's the uh, uh, and then uh, Wednesday. That's Wednesday that's the 14th. Today. That's today. Today the 14th. Yeah. Uh, the 15th, Thursday night, would be Scott Yoakum, and he's awesome. Yep. Scott's awesome, too. Little singer-songwriter covers mm-hmm. originals. Uh, September 16th is Stephen James. I don't know who Stephen James that's is. That's Friday. That's Friday. Do you want to go out Friday? Potentially, I'm but I kind of don't feel like going out Fridays because I have I to work on Saturdays. I, Not all of us have a goddamn eight-day weekend like you do. For some reason, I would, I would, uh, I don't know why I want to go out Fridays over Saturday. Because you've ho- you've had, I don't know, because you, I, you know what, I don't have a reason behind that. Maybe it's because you like seeing me hungover at work. No, but okay. But again, if you go out on Friday, you don't have to stay out late. You don't have to do. It's not. It's not a requirement. I know it's not a requirement, but. Yes, I, I know. So we'll think about it. Okay, so, uh, and that's Stephen James, which I'm not familiar with his work, but I know how discerning of a musical palette the Foss family has, and I'm fairly certain he's going to be excellent. And it's amazing to me that you've never heard of him, so, so he must it be, could be he, interesting. He could be traveling from out of town or something like that. Go and, there and check it out. And then on Saturday the 17th is uh, Casey Frank, which you're, I know every time. I would like time. to see him, too. I, I always like watching him perform. He's incredible, and and, and, we, and we need to really get him on the show. To, he really wants to come yes. on. It's like we're the biggest tease. We're like the worst slutty girl to party. We're such a tease. Just we're, goes on and on, and oh, can you help me? Want to show me my tattoo? And then when you know you do that, and then can you get me a beer? And and then don't leave with the person. Yeah, at the end of the night. Yeah, that's how we're like. Yeah, it, that's we're just, we're just such cock teases. They buy us <laughs> drinks. We never go home. Uh, and by the way, if you haven't been to the cell door in Little Washington, check it out. They're doing some remodeling, and they're kind of rapidly, you know, they're they're getting there pretty yeah. quickly. It looks really nice it's right now. It's really really cool. Well, everything that they're doing, ceiling out's painted black. They got the big wood kind of wall going on now, and that it's kind of yeah, it's a little bit, it's a little more moody in there. I think yes, moody, I, not moody. moody. I don't it's know. Not right, because Moody's not a cozy. Good, uh, it's more cozy. Thank you, cozy, yeah. not moody. Cozy. Moody would be not a good it, thing. It's sometimes. not echoey like a, a fucking. High school cafeteria, <laughs> right? Or like, if you were to be moody, you could walk in and you wouldn't. You know, someone would just throw something at you. Like you wouldn't know what mood they were going to be, and that would be moody. That would be moody. Like, I wouldn't say moody. it is moody, but the mood is uh, jovial. Right. How's that? It's so, not. All ever, right. Yeah, bad place. We took so. care of business. All right. We did. Some shit went down since we. Uh, <laughs> like rain. Since we. Yes. We, I don't want to talk about weather all the time. Yeah, we don't want to talk about weather unless it's like comical. Because uh, twice now in the past uh, two weeks, three weeks. Uh, I have gotten a text or a message on Facebook from someone I know in Ohio 
that says, hey, man, are you guys doing okay in Kingman? Because <laughs> it made national fucking headlines. It did. Some of the video footage made national news. The Well, the video footage from the microbursting that hit downtown a few weeks ago, that really, like, my I, I told my mom about that one, and she goes, "Yeah, I remember seeing it on the like on like coming through on the Weather Channel." And I said, "I got a, you know text from a, my old friend uh, Jared from Ohio, who's like, dude, is your town okay?'" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, it was. I wasn't nearly as bad. Like it was, it was, it was violent, and trees got knocked down. And right. I know some people that live downtown that their garage doors, the the air pressure from that that downburst just or blew microburst in. blew in their their uh their uh uh garage uh, garage doors." And a uh, couple tables got flipped over, like wrought iron tables on the back porch of the brewery. But otherwise, everything's everybody seems to be okay. And then yesterday, well, which <laughs> will be now Monday for you guys. Oh. Holy shit. If you're a Kingman local, you know that the hubbub was out. The flooding was incredible in some people's backyards. I was looking at some people, like some friends on Facebook, that they're having to use flat blade shovels to dig sediment out of their backyards the because f- their yards flooded. If you also saw, too, we, the counties around us have the flash flood kind of watch. We didn't have one for yesterday. Did you know that? It yes. wasn't. It wasn't on. And then, and then out of fucking nowhere, yeah. this thing just built up within, I don't know, very short period of time. What I was very happy about was uh, it was such a torrential downpour. One, it stopped before I had to do like some trenching around my house because I my uh, folks I have a big backyard that slopes from the alley across the yard to toward the street mm-hmm. and it's kind of a gentle slope but there's not anywhere for water to go if it pulls up in the backyard so it got up almost to my door my back door across the like six foot right. patio that I've got so I was like oh, shit all right I got it I have a trenching tool out there just in case for when I go camping usually to dig trenches to poop in but it's definitely I will trench with it but is it and like, I, is it like I had pa- it on if, standby if, if you were to start trenching though was it like Pavlov's where you'd start pooping in the trench like and it would be an automatic response as soon as like the trenching tool hits rocks you're right, like oh you I got I have to shit now drop your pants and just I'm take like, a dump, just in dump there. right in the backyard to make eye contact with the neighbors <laughs> And the neighbor's dog. Sorry, it wasn't. It's not my fault. Hey, man, a, your dogs do it to me all the time. It was an automatic response. It was a subconscious. Yeah. Sorry. So, uh, <laughs> interesting side note is uh, the dogs used to bark when I would go outside until the other day, and I was like, they, I, they started barking, and I just walked over the fence. And I'm like, will you guys knock it the fuck off? And they just went, mm-hmm. and then they quit, mm-hmm. and then they quit, and they haven't done it since. <laughs> <laughs> this morning, I was getting up to go uh, do something. I was checking the mail or some shit, uh, and uh, I saw the the couple that lives next door. And the one guy was like, "I heard you yell at the dogs yesterday, man. I'm really sorry." And I'm like, "No, apparently, telling them to knock it the fuck off is what you guys must say to them because they did knock it the fuck off." <laughs> and he goes, "That's exactly what we say. Knock it the fuck off." You say it like, worked, <laughs> and, and it worked. And now they don't bark at me like I was out, outside in the morning and they didn't bark right. like. So what I maybe what I need to do is also get some treats. Like if they don't right. bark, I'll walk over and give them a couple of treats. If that's cool with you guys, they're like absolutely. So anyway, well that's where dogs think that they, they do their job. I heard this. I saw this one dude. Like if a dog barks at the mailman, whatever, yeah. and they think it works, it's reinforcing because the mailman shows up. He's not there for but you know twenty or thirty seconds, and yeah. the dogs are barking and barking, and, and then, then he leaves, and then he leaves. Oh, I did our. And that just reinforces their. It behavior. reinforces it. Yeah, which is one of the reasons why mailman Mike always carried around dog biscuits with yeah. him. To get those dogs to shut the hell up so they didn't try and attack him. So rather than barking when he shows up, they go, oh, we got, you're yeah. wagging their tail. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, so, but yeah, the rain was so bad. It, uh, I was really happy about it uh, washing out the giant mound of dirt that was at the edge of, like, at the end of the intersection right next to my house. Because oh, there was, cool. like, this huge, I mean, it was probably, like, when it first piled up from the last storm we had, the, that all that sediment, all that dirt from coming from people's front yards ended up right there. So if you made a right-hand turn onto my street, you almost had to have four-wheel drive to get over it. But now it's gone. And now it's gone. It's pushed out. It's somebody else's problem. Somebody on somebody else's street. <laughs> but there was a section here. Uh, no one, a lot of people listen to so don't, don't know where we are. But anyway, say just a few miles down 66 in a road called Airway, and that basic area was flooded really bad. Yeah. And there were houses that were flooded. Yes. I, I don't mean all the way up to the rafters, but a couple feet. It right? was definitely yeah. yeah. And then, like I said, uh, people with uh, tons of sediment in their backyards. Uh, and I saw, I drove past there this morning and saw some of the, like, and I don't want to say devastation because, like, I've known people, there's, I know one person who lives in this town that was a refugee from Katrina that yeah. had to relocate, right? So I don't want to say devastation because that's, it's not it's that. Not the same I thing. saw the damage that, yeah, would, that this happened. Is, this is not really a weather event like a hurricane. The people don't understand that either. This is like, it could be sunny literally two miles away. Yes. And it, and it gets just 
boom. You yeah. Know, so and then it's gone. Yeah. You know, and but it just comes in and just goes. But like, I saw a few walls that had fallen over because the <clears throat> ground below them got so saturated that that they're you know these people's block wall fell over yeah. and uh, s- streets destroyed. Yeah, from, there, there, you could see chunks of street you got lifted up and yeah. moved from from shitty road maintenance. Yeah, yeah. or lack of. Well, people complain about that too. It's like, all right, well, I don't think you guys want to. You know, we should have better this. We should have better this. We than should. That. Maybe. You How should, much do you guys want to pay? You should. You have to pay property tax for that. And City right. of Kingman doesn't have a primary property tax, so. But that's a conversation that's a for another day. We're not going to do that one. Yeah. No. Uh. That that was not the funny thing I was going to oh, bring up. The, that was kind of funny. It, I mean, it was kind of funny. Ha ha. When all those people tried to drive into an intersection and ended up having to do swift water right. rescue. Like, how deep is this? Oh, now we know. How deep is this? Deeper than your car, sir. Right. I saw that video, and I assume did you see that one? Yes. Fuck, that, Someone, was, that was terrifying. And all I could think of was like, dude, I know where that's at. Like, it's not that far down river, so to speak. You could have just, like, let go, pointed your toes down river, and you'd be just fine. Right. I've done it in a deeper river than that. Right. So, but anyway, people don't know that, and they're panicking because the guy was, like, standing inside of his car, stand, and then eventually on top of his car. Well, the other thing is, too, is that if it's in a street like that, and you, you know, you can see the houses adjacent, you know, to your, you know, Nothing's going to really happen to you. You know, you could stay in your car, probably with the window down because you had to escape. You know what I mean? Well, this guy, this the uh, his car was completely overtaken. Oh, and with like it was when he finally got rescued with rope, right? Like the doing a swift water, like uh, what do they call it, a Tyrolean tri- uh, traverse, where you in between you have two points yes. on either side, yeah, and yeah. then right and. You angle down river, so all the person has to do is grab a hold of the rope, and they'll slide down the rope with the momentum of the river takes right. them across, taking you right? across and down downstream. Um, so. By the time they got to that point, you couldn't even see the top of his car. You could see that he was sitting on top of something, but you couldn't see that okay, it was a car. Now, I would think that I, 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 I'm not just saying this, and I'm not lack because some people aren't good at swimming. I'm a very good swimmer. I think you are too, I'm, I believe. I am. So I am. I, I'm pretty certain if I somehow got myself in that situation, at least in a neighborhood, and it wasn't like in a big tree and boulder, because that's dangerous as shit. That is very dangerous, yeah, right. I'd probably just get the fuck out and float down and kind of swim and, to the shore. And that's whatever. why you always aim your feet downriver, because you never know what the obstacles are going to be, right. and your feet can take impact way better than your brain can. Right. Right. You so, you, do you, yeah, you, you always want to aim downriver and float on your back. Right. Uh, but, yeah. Anyway. But, anyway, uh, but so the queen died. That was funny. That was hilarious. Uh, was, it's a big deal, though. I mean, I, I know, I know we're, I'm not going to get into a debate about that, Oh, too. I'm getting one of those scam likely calls. I hate that fucking guy. Scam likely. Mr. Likely. Mr. Likely. <laughs> S. Hold likely. on. I'm, I'm going to do what I normally do. All right. Hold on. All right. Cool. Kingman Police Department. This is Joe. <laughs> they got rid of them. Bonk, bonk, <laughs> that bonk. didn't take long. Guess what? I won't get a phone call from that number ever again. Yeah. <laughs> also, who's named Joe that works at a police department? It's right. going to be an officer or detective or something like that. My, my father used to answer the every single call. If he wouldn't even look at caller ID, he would in his shop and he would just answer FBI. Oh, that's great. No too. matter who yeah. it was, you know, and be like, "Hey, it's Paul. How you doing?" Hi. It's your son. It's your son calling right. from a payphone. Um, anyway, yeah. So the queen, the it was queen a, got sick, and it was very quick, and she got announced she was 96 sick. years old. Yeah. So she had a good run. And I'm not going to – we're not into any of that. A lot of people are into it just because, and it doesn't do anything. But it's a what? big historical thing. It is a big deal. I'm, I'm, I've had enough of it. You know, personally, right? Enough coverage. I, I don't know if I like King Charles the Third though. Like, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't I think don't, he's into it like the Queen. I, think I he, guarantee he, you, he's, he's not into he's it. He's already kind of backed down a little. He's bit. He's seventy six years old. Like, right. he's not into anything but not dying next year. Right? He's like, God, I wonder if I can make it. He's not gonna make it as long as, it, whatever. So anyway, yeah. yeah, the Queen died. I was like, wow, that's kind of. It's. I mean, it's big news. Like the that it's newsworthy. It's yes. it's newsworthy because she was the longest. The, she's the longest reigning monarch in recorded history, which is that's just crazy. Yeah, that we're alive for that because you think, oh, there's been queens and kings all around the world for a long time. So I'm like torn because I want to just really roast the whole fucking monarchy and how stupid it is and all that shit, but also. The humanist side of me comes through, and I'm like, "That was somebody's grandma. That's somebody's mom, and she died." And they and they don't. You know, the and that's monarchy not cool. is kind of they do still. There are formalities, paperwork wise, that they still tie in, but it's not obviously anything like it was. Right. It, but it does know. tie up a lot of the GDP. It does. That's know? that was one thing that I never really thought about. Is like that's all money that is not being spent on 
the infrastructure, you know, that silly billions ca- of dollars. castles all over the place with guards and this. And yeah, it's it's expensive for, for not really anything for pageantry and tradition. Yeah, I'm I'm all I'm all about pageantry and tradition, but goddamn, like like. So I was at uh, I don't know what that little area is called with the lines and the thing, but at uh, Buckingham Palace uh, with my father, just walking. We we didn't do any. There were no tours. You can't really. I don't know if you can do that or not. Can you tour? There used to be a Buckingham Palace tour. I've known people who have gone on it. All right, so we didn't. But it depends on if the Queen's there. So that's as close I think as that I was got the thing it. is like if the royal family's there, they don't do tours. Okay, that so might be. She was there, yeah. so I was probably within five hundred feet of her through fifty-seven brick walls. Could you smell her? I mean, I, I, I probably could smell, like smell oppressive monarchy. I was probably smelling something, and it could have been her. It's probably bangers and mash. <laughs> I probably was. <laughs> I kind of want some bangers and mash now. Uh, yeah, the but so the. I, I really paid attention to Twitter and uh, a lot of social medias. Uh, people just having real talk like, you know, they're still British. They still call them protectorates, but they're not really protectorates. They still right. are under the thumb of a monarchy. Like there's countries in Africa. Right. There's, there's like. Which is uh, fucked up. Islands in the Caribbean still whatnot, which. And I know that those island, I know that those countries are divided on that because there's people in those countries that love the love the the monarchy and love that they had that, and there's people that hate it as well because they're colonialists and there's like and leftover. And just from, recently kind of announced, yeah, we're kind of done with this. They, yeah, this is a couple of days ago they went, yeah, we're. Oh we're, really? Yeah, you know, I it, it sounded like Barbados. It begins with the letter B, but it wasn't Barbados. Bonaire, I don't know. Bermuda, I don't think Bermuda. Botswana, is. Botswana. No, that that wouldn't have been. An, an island like that was it the same b word that you were trying to remember earlier when yeah, we talk like, about louisiana and it ended up being the town slidell that's and, close and not fucking bus slidell <laughs> anyway uh, uh anyway so they yeah. went yeah we're we're good we're kind of gonna be voting on our own thing here but that's fine yeah and they're not gonna give it now i don't think charles is gonna give a shit now there are some funny fucking stories that came from that queen though like when she took the saudi some saudi prince for a ride, I'd forgotten about that. And she, oh, he, they went he, horseback riding or something. No, no, oh. took her for a ride in a fucking her Range Rover. Oh, that's right. Because she sorry. loved. She was a gearhead. She was a mechanic during World War II. I like, forgot she about actually that served too. her country. Yeah. As yeah, and I will say that like that. No matter what, brass tacks. She was a veteran. Yep. I'll throw that down a hundred percent. And apparently, she was a fucking crack shot. Like she was a really fucking good shot. And with this a rifle. is all the stuff that we learn, but but they try to keep it separate because it's the monarchy, and we have to make it look like yeah. royalty. We don't get to learn about how she. But she had some Saudi royal prince, or like I think it was a prince from Saudi Arabia visiting the Balmoral, like her Balmoral estate in Scotland. And uh, I guess uh, she's like, let's go, let's go. For, do you want to do a, a a a drive? Go for a drive around the estate? And he said, yeah, sure. So she just grabbed the keys to the car and got in. <laughs> he and, assumed they were going to be driven around. <laughs> and yeah, because yeah, he's probably used to being driven around. And he right. sure as fuck isn't. You, he's from Saudi Arabia. They Having, don't they yeah. don't let women drive there. But this is like a hell of a story, right? Yeah. Women don't drive, and he the queen drove him around. And not only did the, did a ruling monarch drive him around. A ruling monarch who is used to also being driven around, but she also was apparently a gearhead. Right. Like, she she didn't, once she got too old to drive, like, fast sports cars and shit, she didn't do it. But she had a McLaren F1 that she used to drive. I didn't know she that. She was probably in the middle of a Jaguar restoration right now. She probably <laughs> had in the back. She's probably back there turning wrenches. With the wrenches. fucking corgis, like, right. dragging wrenches off and With shit. the fucking shop light hanging from the right. hood, and it's barely lit up. You know, she's got uh, to, looking for a 10-millimeter wrench. Or Wentworth. She's trying to be Wentworth, whatever. <laughs> Fucking wrenches. You know she's riding BSA motorbikes all <laughs> over the UK. Oh God, just big heavy bike and those little like, tiny queen. Like at sunrise, you know, like four thirty in the morning, she's out there <laughs> leaning into the turns. <laughs> but she's having her crown leaning forward, so it's Le- not yeah, going to cr- fall off. Oh it's- God, she had a special <laughs> crown helmet. Oh God, I, I heard she raced in the Isle of Man last year, so it was <laughs> set a fucking lap time for a reigning monarch. That would be hilarious if it um, really did happen. But there, like, there's funny stories about that, like, and then uh, she did, she, I know that she, with Ronald Reagan, like, they went horseback riding. Yes, yes, I did know that. Yeah, she was an interesting, interesting lady when it came to that stuff. But as far as like being related to the monarchy, I could give two fucks. Right now, it is funny seeing how protective uh, British people are over the Queen, yes. which I found out. I actually, I knew this. But I also knew that it's one of those things where they'll put. It's like it's one of those like uh, like we've all said this about friends of ours. Like, yeah, he's a little goofy, he's a little off, but he's our friend. But right. if somebody else were to say some shit like that, mm, we're right. throwing we're throwing hands. It's going to be a fucking problem. Right. So it's like if 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 anybody outside of the United Kingdom 
bat bashes the bashes queen. the monarchy or the queen in front, of, fucking, in front of a Brit. It, yeah. it, you're gonna get you're gonna get your ass handed to you at least verbally, if yeah. not worse. Uh, but they're the first ones to bash the sure. monarchy and how stupid it is. Yeah, we and can bash. Like, they yeah. belong to us. We can do the bashing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, which I always thought was kind of funny. And um, did that happen? You saw it? Did you? Did you? Oh, there was a, I, Oh, I saw that. I saw a bunch of it. And um, I actually messaged a friend of mine. I know you met him. His name is uh, David Bascom. He was a regular at Blackbridge until about eight months ago. He moved mm. back to England. He was. He's from. Uh, uh, Southampton, s- extreme southern England, okay. right? And uh, had incredible conversations with man. He he was he was probably in Blackbridge twice a week, once to drink and once to just fill up a growler and go. And he, you could tell he was definitely from Europe because he was used to using public transit. Anytime he would go to come down to Blackbridge to drink, he was always taking the bus, no like shit. three different buses to come downtown. <laughs> yeah, oh um, he's like it's cheaper than than an Uber. And I get to ride the bus. I miss riding the bus. I miss okay. riding trains. And all. I'm like, that's cool, man. I get it. Um, but anyway, um, and so I, we're still we're friends on Instagram. And so I reached out to him. I said, hey, man, you know, sorry for the con- you know condolences if they're in order. And he actually called me. And I forgot I gave him my phone number. He called me and uh, was like, I like that you said uh, my condolences if they're in order. He's like, because I don't give a shit. <laughs> okay. And I and I was like, really? He goes, yeah. Remember where my parents are from? I forgot his parents are from Ireland. Oh. His family did not fucking give a shit about the queen. Right. And that I had like a ten minute conversation with him about that. And he said we're all kind of divided. Where yeah, it's a big deal because we've all of us like going back three generations have grown up with this woman like the you know and her, she's on money around the world and this and that and the other and now she's dead mm-hmm. you just always kind of assume that the queen's always going to be there there's always kind of has be always been she's always for been a lot there. of people yeah f- have it just kind of always been there so i found that kind of to be an interesting perspective and i and i asked him i'm like like how divided he said it's not. He said it's not divided like the U.S. is divided right now. Like politically, it's more like we're mourning the loss, but also maybe this is the time to kind of shove the monarchy into a fucking kind of move like it, into the drawer and just kind of be, be and just move past it because it's so dated. And, and he's the one who clued me into how expensive it is mm-hmm. just to have. They said it's a giant waste of money. He said it, the Secret Service costs a lot of money. Right. Protecting a president, vice president, former presidents, and vice presidents, and so on and so forth. That's expensive. Sure. But those were heads of state. There were leaders. They actually did things. Right. And they made enemies. The queen and her family, the royal family, doesn't really do anything except exist. Right. Now, granted, they can be ambassadors and they can maybe they can, go into they parliament. Knight, they and, knight and, people. Yeah, it's like, they, okay, now you're they're, called sir. They're just largely unfucking necessary and they right. cost billions <laughs> of dollars every year. Mm-hmm. And I was like, shit, I never thought about that. He said there's government waste and then there's monarchies that exist. He said the monarchy that can uh, exists concurrently with a democracy. Right. He said that's that's exactly what we've got going on and have had for years, and it's just a pain in the ass and super expensive. I think one of the one of the things is because I believe that Charles, King Charles, kind of weird to say. Um, I, again, I his don't royal th- highness, King Charles the Third. Thank you. I I don't think he gives a shit as much as the people do. I I think he's because like you say he's older anyway, right? But I don't think he's gonna really be that formal i don't think i i have i don't know i don't think so i, I think, think you're I think right it's kind of winding down a little bit but yeah. i think the part of the problem is if you want to call it a problem is the people of england in particular i think they kind of like that silly idea of having a monarch and and a royalty for god knows why it's just kind of a fantasy well, to them you and, know? and it's and so it's important to them because of that keeps that fantasy going but probably a lot of the royals are like and what's his fucking Harry and what's his name? You know they like bolted. Yeah. You know they, they Harry and the, Meghan. Me- Meghan. Yeah. yeah. But they were back there. If you saw that, they they came back for the some of the for the funeral and pomp and well, circumstance. And all yeah. That. And they're still. I guess the actual funeral is when is it's coming up in a couple days? I think so. Maybe this weekend. I don't know. I'm probably not going to watch it. I'm probably not. I'm. I've had. A, I've had my fill. I get it. I get it. it's really historic. I really love all the memes though. The day that she died. Oh my god. Oh yeah. The best though was Portia. She sent me this thing and it was. God, you know how Spirit Halloween, well, you saw I sent you that. Oh, yeah, you, you sent me that one. Folks, yeah. you know how Spirit Halloween stores always pop up, like usually in like September. <laughs> they just pop up in abandoned buildings. She sent me a meme. with uh, It was a picture of Buckingham Palace with a giant Spirit Halloween poster of the, or, 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 or a banner laying over top of the front of Buckingham Palace. 
And all I could think of was like, that's such a funny double entendre visual joke because, yeah, it's an em- a quote unquote empty palace because the queen died, but also she's now a spirit. Yes. That's fucking so funny to me. <laughs> so funny. But they, and then the ones about Diana, like, oh, like, yeah. uh, uh, like showing up, like the queen showing up the, the pearly gates, and Diana's like, uh uh-uh, uh, nope. And just looking at St. Peter, like, you let her in, I'm leaving. I'm out. <laughs> and I, I thought that was one of the funniest comics I've ever seen. And all the other, I forget all this other stuff too. They're, they're, they're bringing up all the conspiracy theories about the queen had her killed, which I don't. No, the fucking paparazzi just chased her ass around. No, the paparazzi are dangerous, and that's why right. France outlawed the paparazzi after that. Because they, yeah. so a lot of people forget about that. They, yes. she died in France. She yes. didn't die. She didn't die in the UK. But it wasn't there were like, but locals. Like, I saw that local people making comment. You know, Kingman people. I don't know these folks. They're like, you know, remember the queen had her killed, and all this. I'm going. No, that's not really what happened. I again, I wasn't there. So I don't right. know that she actually didn't call the paparazzi and have them chase her around Paris, right? Until she, until they wrecked, you know. But I don't think that's that's not like you said. Good for fucking Paris or France. Yeah, saying, we're had enough of this. Yeah, we're no, done with this. No shit. more paparazzi, which is why there's a ton of celebrities that that's that's their they, s- safe place yep. that they have. So fuck, good, I, good for them. Yeah, that's why Johnny Depp lives there. Like yep. that, he lives there, and then. There's another uh, uh, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie when they were together. That's where they lived, and there a bunch of other celebrities lived in France because it was fucking safe. Yep. Well, at least safe from paparazzi's. Because like, I saw a video several months ago that was really kind of. I, I knew paparazzi's are a fucking plague. I knew that they're just terrible, opportunistic assholes. Um. And what's one that celebrity worship is feeds into those assholes, but yes. they're still the point. You know, they're the they're the blade of the shitty knife. But uh, I saw a clip of them following around. Uh, was it uh, Selena Gomez? Yes. Which I don't know if you're familiar with who she is. Like I've watched her kind of grow up because I've you know, watched all sorts of teen and kid shows and shit with Portia and her on on them. She was a Disney kid and all that. Man, uh, she's walking out. She's got her two bodyguards with her, and she's trying to walk out to her car. And the paparazzi paparazzi won't leave her alone, and she's like, "Hey, can you guys please back off? I'm it's re- I'm having a really hard day. It's a really tough day. Can you leave me alone?" And they're like, "Well, we're just trying to work." And she's like, "Okay, I'm sorry." She was just she apologized to the paparazzi's for asking them to please leave her alone. Wow! Just today, I was so fucking disgusted by that, and I'm like, I couldn't handle that as a celebrity. I would be like, was it Gerard <laughs> Gerard Butler? Uh, you know, a guy from 300, and he was like, yes. just, yeah, Gerard Butler got all pissed at one of the paparazzis and grabbed his fucking camera and then started taking pictures of him. <laughs> and he's like, you you know, that's theft. And he's like, yeah, well, you're stealing my personal likeness, so how's that? Do you, It's theft. How about, how about I just add assault to the charge, too? And the guy was like, no, can I just have my camera back? And he just reached out and dropped it on the fucking pavement, and he's like, back the fuck off of me. And all of those guys backed up, and he got in his car and drove off. He's got his family in the car, and I was just like, God damn, that guy's a badass. I wish Alec they would Baldwin do. did that years ago. Like, right. Do you remember that? But yes. he, Alec Baldwin was a little more violent about it because he grabbed a hold of the guy. I saw the video. Right. And I'm not a huge Alec Baldwin fan. I think he's kind of a douche, but he's funny as fuck. Okay? He grabs. He just had it. Years of being a Baldwin. He'd had it. Grabbed a hold of that fucking camera and then st- grabbed it. It was still attached. It was like had on uh, the strap around yeah, the guy's yeah, neck. Yeah. Still attached to the guy's neck. Grabbed a hold of the camera. It was like guy started to struggle and he just grabbed the lens of the camera and then jam- just blasted him in the nose with it. Just <laughs> bam, hit him with his own camera and then pushed him down. He fell down. The other paparazzi are like, they all kind of scattered. The guy's like, you're going to fucking jail. And he's like, well, if I'm going to jail, I guess I might as well make it worth my while and started what was going to pummel him. Right. And like, I, I don't know if it was his friends or whatever, grabbed a hold of him and got him into a car. And he ended up pleading guilty to like misdemeanor assault. But then the judge said, maybe you shouldn't take pictures of people three feet away from you. Right, and like just told him, and, gave, and I think I think he had to pay like a hundred dollar fine. They ought to make it illegal in this country too. I'd be happy about that. It's as well. so awful, man. It's so disgusting. But anyway, it's we how, digress. It, it, it kind of reminds me though a little bit of the uh, of the. I, I'm sure he's spoken about this on this uh, show before about the um, the uh, evil Knievel event where someone wrote a book like a tell all book, and there were a few very heavily exaggerated things where. I think an evil Knievel found the guy or whatever and beat the fuck out of him. In fact, I think he broke his arms. I do remember you telling me about this, yeah, which and, is one of the coolest things yeah, ever. Yeah, and, and, and he was he was thrown in jail, you know, and then uh, he was in jail for, I don't know, a number of months. It wasn't just like a couple evil of days. Evil Knievel was in jail yes. for that long? Oh, he shit. He threw his ass in jail for, we could look it up over the break and see how long it was, but it was for a period of time. Mm-hmm. 
and then he got out, you know, and they uh, they uh, they asked him, you know, they said, what, what, what do you think? What was about? What do you think about the ruling or whatever? And he said, well, the judge was the judge was right. He was absolutely fair, and I would do it again. <laughs> and he, he just point, and that was it. He just fucking walked off. So in other words, d- no one fucked with him after that. Yeah, don't fuck with <laughs> Mister Zero because I will break someone else's arms will, like, and I'll go back to jail. Yeah, I'll do it again. So don't write stupid books. But I, it was I don't cool because he said the judge the judge was fair. It was a good it was a good ruling, and I would do it. I would I'd break his arms again, <laughs> or was something <laughs> like fucking that. awesome. If he does it again, I'll do it. Oh, I love that. So I mean, good for these people that are doing that shit. Yeah, you know? yeah, and I just feel really bad for some of the people that you know you're trying to like Britney Spears. Like, right. we all made fun of 2007 Britney Spears, myself included. But now I look back on it, and we've talked about it on the show. There was one episode, and I rarely watched late night shows for the longest time mm-hmm. just because I was never, I was I was working night shifts at the hospital. When you I say didn't. late night shows, what do you mean? Like, uh, uh mean? Craig Ferguson specifically, oh, like, late, like late night TV. Oh, those yeah, late gotcha. shows. Like talk shows. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But Craig Ferguson, uh, came out one it was like a i don't remember the occasion it might have been the anniversary of his sobriety because he had been sober for a number of years i think he was sober like 12 or 15 years you heard him talk about he was in a he was in a bad he talked about his last day yeah and he can't he just came out he said folks i normally opening monologue is 12 to 15 minutes of me making you people laugh but we need to talk about something serious and he goes today marks i think it was like 14 years of sobriety Mm -hmm. and i can tell you my last uh the last like everybody has their 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 bottom, right? And uh, he talks. He goes through the whole story of how he missed. Uh, he's like he was missed the missed the train to go up north to go see his family out of London, and he just found found a pub and decided to get completely blotto, pissed drunk. I love the the part where he goes. I woke up. Uh, I pissed my pants, or at least I hope it was my piss. <laughs> and I, I, I for some reason I'll always remember that this monologue. But then he wraps it up toward the tail end. And he goes, so maybe we should. Listen to that guy that said all those years ago, leave Britney alone, because making fun of someone who clearly is having a problem and is in a having a crisis. Right. Paparazzis and the media making fun of them is probably not good. And monetizing and, it. Yes, exactly. Course, yeah. And making money off it and things like that. And that really made me kind of go. Uh, and that was probably seven or eight years ago that I first saw that clip. And it's out there on YouTube, folks. You can find it. And it's, so, I encourage everyone to watch it, it. But my thing is, is like you. A lot of those, uh, and Dave Chappelle also talked about on Inside the Actor Studio, which is one of my favorite shows. You, they're all the oh, episodes yeah. are uploaded to YouTube. You can watch them all. But Dave Chappelle's is great because he has mm. his five or maybe six minutes where uh, he says, uh, "Calling someone crazy is dismissive." That's true. It's just dismissive. You're not giving them a chance. You don't yeah. know what's going on in their life. You don't know what they, what has pushed them. And you're just you, light labeling him, pigeonholing him, and then weak people cannot be in this business. Remember when uh, Mariah Carey went fucking batshit yeah. crazy on yeah. TRL all those years ago? Um, people just dismissed her, made fun of her, and this, and that, and the other. And he's a like, Mariah Carey goes crazy on TV, but you don't understand the kind of shit that she went through for the first twenty years of her career. Mm-hmm. From getting married to a record producer who was twenty years older than her when she was nineteen. And this and that and like all these horrible abusive relationships. People just taking advantage of her because she has a beautiful gift. Right. People, weak people don't make it in this business. The weak people that enter in this business are people that that end up dead before they ever reach the peak yeah. of their their career. And I was like, God damn, that is true. And he goes, so don't dismiss somebody as being crazy. Britney Spears, 2007, not crazy. She was under pressure, and that pressure was compounded by paparazzi and this and that and the other, and then so on and so forth. And I'm like, this is fucking great insight. Now. And one of our favorite TV shows, which you seem to watch, I don't know, once a month, is the uh, is uh, 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 the newsroom. Oh yeah, and I've, they, seen I've seen it several, numerous times, that, though, all the way through. That scene where they the they have that app, which yes. was based off of a, a real thing that like, was going on like at the Gawker. time. It was Gawker. It yeah. was Gawker was the one that had that. It, yeah. it was it was Gawker Media that had that app, and they shit canned it mm-hmm. uh, right before that episode aired because they were clued in by Aaron Sorkin, and who is you know the writer and director of that show. Hey. We're going to do something that's probably going to piss you guys off. I'm just letting you know you're going to do that. And they pulled the app. They pulled the wow. app like a month before. Wow. So and the one of the guys that was pushing the app where you know where all these – where you can self-report where celebrities are. So you know that Jimmy Kimmel was getting drunk at this and, and staggered out of the bar. And he goes, well, what's wrong with that? That's the price of fame. He goes, no, it's a punishment for it. Right. And I never thought about it like that because I used to think, oh, fuck them. They're rich as fuck. Yeah, but now the more I hear about people that have plenty of money – you can have lots of money and still be very unhappy. Yeah, it it really needs to change. It needs to be like a definite change with yeah. what we think about that, and it really should go the fuck away. I kind of want to become famous enough that 
I have paparazzis that I can go to jail for assaulting. I think that would be kind of funny. Yeah, that's again, or just it, pee on them it, or something it, like that. It's kind, like, of a, kind of a different twist on having you know fuck you money. Like have enough money to we can just be a real asshole yeah. to everybody. And yeah. be, but have it be part of. You, you can even announce this is my this is my uh, this is my fucking goal. I'm going to do this on purpose because I need to end this. Yeah, I'm going to be part of the solution. I'm letting you guys know right now. Yeah, so go fuck yourself. Ooh, that reminds me. Do you remember when Bjork beat up that lady? No. In the airport? No. Bjork had had her first first kid. And was carrying her kid through, like, probably LAX or, you know, New York Airport or something like that. And these paparazzi started taking pictures and asking her questions. And I don't know if it was her husband or her handler or somebody that was with her. She handed her baby to them and start, and just starts screaming in unintelligible Icelandic and beat, <laughs> beat the absolute fuck out of this woman. I mean, beat her. Like, knocked a tooth out, broke her eye socket. Like, wow. And was able to get back to Iceland before she had any charges pressed against her, and that woman ended up dropping the charges. I don't know if they settled out of court, but she dropped the charges Wow! because the public outcry was, yeah, that's not the price of fame. You were taking pictures of a mother and her child without her or the child's consent. You are lucky you didn't have her murder you. She's descended from Vikings. That was, uh, <laughs> uh, God damn it, um, John Stewart on The Daily Show said that she's descended from Vikings. You want to fuck with somebody from Iceland? You're going to die. So is it kind of uh, hot to be, like, does it sound like it be hot to be yelled at in Icelandic? Like, No, it, sa- it sounded like a, a thousand screaming banshees murdering across the countryside. So it's not very sexy. It yeah. wasn't sexy. Scary, like, it was scary. Like blood-curdling, frightening. Very much so, because Bjork is not a, she's not a large woman. Yeah. She came at her like a fucking spider monkey, and I was like, oh, God. Oh, God, I love watching this clip. Um, on the Craig Ferguson thing, I do remember he had a story. Is this the same part of his life, or was it something else? I think, no, actually, before he got famous, he was down the wrong, I think he talks about he. He got sober before he ever got famous. He was doing stand-up or okay, in and okay. like around the U.K., but he was not anywhere near. It was before he emigrated to the States. Okay. It was before uh, he, on the Drew Carey show. So I believe that. he talks about contemplating suicide yes. on a bridge or something yes. like this. Yes, absolutely. But he said, okay. but first I'm going to go get a drink. Okay. And then he went and had a drink, and that's the same story. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. He's like, no, nah, I'm going to go have a drink first because that's what alcoholics do is we drink before any major decision like jumping off of a bridge. Sure. Like that, and well, that's that Craig, a big decision. The Craig Ferguson thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like the typical Craig Ferguson dry wit. Yes. And and then goes to the pub, and then he goes, all right, well, and he decided I wasn't going to kill myself then. I was going to wait until after the holidays because it's it was Christmas Eve. And I, w- my my mother could not handle that. So he's got a little bit of logic still flowing in his. So head, yeah. I'll have a drink and then it'll go. And then the, that's when the the bartender at the pub said, "It's Christmas Eve. All the trains are shut down for the, like for the next like eighteen hours. You're not getting up to Scotland." Oh. So he said, "Well, fuck it. Well, I guess might as well drink." And that's when he woke up in like in a gutter with a piss, and... sleeping behind the bar. He slept in the bar. Oh my god. Yeah. So they let him sleep in the bar, I guess. Yeah, because he had nowhere else to go. The trains were going. He didn't have anywhere else to stay. He wasn't in his town. So, yeah, he... Jesus. Yeah, that he just... And he goes on and he talks about how, you know, like he goes, I, I still drank after that. Right. But that was my bottom. That was the absolute bottom, and that's when I knew I needed to get help. It's good to hear that story from someone like him. Really. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I love how serious he was about it. And then he, he wrapped it up at the end like by saying, you know, like, maybe... Just we don't need to, do this shit. And, and it was, I mean, that's over 10 years ago, yeah. he, he, that clip is from. Like, that's, it, I, yeah, so I thought that was He's a funny brilliant. He, and he, he doesn't like the queen, which is yeah, funny. And he, but he's hilarious. He really yeah. is a good job. And it, my father never really knew about him until I introduced him. But then uh, we've all enjoyed, we really enjoy about Craig Ferguson and all the hot actresses that come on there. And he it, fucking flirts with them constantly. he's so good at flirting right. with them constantly. And, the, and so now they come on, they're practically parade on his show now wearing all these really beyond sexy dresses yes. and stuff on purpose now. So fucking funny. Just so he can play around with them. <laughs> he does a great job. <laughs> uh, if anybody hasn't seen it before, check I, it out. Fucking Craig Ferguson is the best. Just go to YouTube and look at the, you know, just Craig Ferguson flirts with whatever. Anyone. And you watch yeah. Supercut. It's going to be 30 minutes long and yes. you're going to die laughing the entire time <laughs> and maybe take some notes. Right. <laughs> All right, hey, let's take a break. We'll talk about some more serious shit in a minute. Great. I was cool And when I finally 
I got sober, felt ten years older, but all it was something to do. I'm living out in LA. I drive a sports car just to prove I'm a real big baller 'cause I made a million dollars and I spent it on girls and shoes. But you don't wanna be high like me, never really knowing why like me. You don't ever wanna step off the roller coaster and be all alone. You don't wanna ride the bus like this, never knowing who to trust like this. You don't wanna be stuck up on that stage singing, stuck up on that stage singing. Topic. This is our important section. Is Welcome to the important topic section of the podcast. Right. Uh, Feel w- free to <laughs> pop some Adderall or take a sip of coffee. Right. Uh, water. And this is a critical thing. This is a big damn deal that people know we have a, a major drought, 20 plus year drought that's going on. So it's two separate issues. Then you know, we have the Colorado River that's kind of uh, not as full and flowing as much as it used to Correct. for many years. That's a separate issue from what we're dealing with. In the Kingman area, we've got uh, a lot of farmers from out of state. Even and, and out of country. Out of country that are poking over 200 wells at large wells out here that are sucking our aquifers, not dry yet, but it's at a, an incredible rate. At a, at a level that, is, that there are now wells that are too shallow to reach water that they once got water. Right. There are two, sh- two wells that are right. uh, dry. The city, the city, city of Kingman wells that are correct. They're having to go deep, and they cu- it's very expensive anyway. You can't just keep, you know. The, in other words, the resources going away. Correct. I didn't know before I moved here where the water came from. I didn't. I don't know what I even. I probably assumed the Colorado River, and when I first moved here, it wasn't really that low. I thought, yeah, this is going to keep going on, like we all assume, 
right? For some reason, I just thought it was somewhere out of Lake Mead, the Colorado River, because we're kind of not yeah. too far. Yeah. Didn't really even think of Wells, but then I learned after I got here that it was Wells. And it's and they said, oh, we've got you know a couple hundred years of water. This is long before any these big farms came mm-hmm. in. I went, okay, that's cool. Um, then I'd kind of fly around, and then I would see these big places popping up with large areas of, I think it was alfalfa at the time, uh, just north of the airport industrial park. And I went, oh. And then it became a news thing. Anyway, cutting to the chase, we don't bore too many people. We can talk about a little bit more. But this coming Tuesday, uh, which is the 20th of uh, September, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. at the, what are we calling this county building? It's the Mojave County Administration Building. Okay. It's we, the main county building, 700 West Beale Street. Right. Pretty close to I-40 and Beale Street area. Yes. We've all driven right. by. We've all seen it. There's going to be a uh, sort of a hearing, a meeting, not a hearing, but it's a meeting, and it's going to be talking about this INA, I believe, which I don't even know what that stands it's for. It's Irrigation Non... It's, it's Hold a, on. Irrigation Non-Expansion Area, I-N-E-A. I-N-E-A, I-N-E-A excuse me. Yes. I- irrigation Non-Expansion Area over the Walpi Groundwater Basin to limit further growth of international and out-of-state corporate agriculture in the Kingman and Valley Vista area. So they're going to probably present on a little bit what an INEA is. Did I say that right? INEA, yes. Okay. And then they're going to allow public comment. And they're probably going to limit it like they always do to three minutes, I'm guessing. So at minimum, people, if you don't do anything and have any involvement at all in their city or the county, what you if you just never, ever do it but complain about stuff or even not complain about stuff, See if you can at least make it there to put your butt in the seat. Yeah, just to show visibility from right. the community. Because it's be- important, and the board of directors, or rather board of supervisors, sees that. Right. Uh, and, you know, whether the—I I have a feeling this is going to be very much a unanimous thing because— uh, it, It's getting a lot of press, a lot of people— There's it, a lot of national and international attention, yes. uh, which we talked about several weeks ago when John Oliver did his whole thing about, yes. about the water rights in the Southwest and, and how— the non-regulation saying come here do business here do business here now we're going to suffer for it because do they uh, what, what do we say like a, every 10 feet they can drill a well legally drill a well and this is many wells on, they want on their property it's not just us it's all around the whole state of arizona oh, yeah and yeah. i had no idea like i had someone said hey did you know paul you're moving to arizona that that anybody can come in there basically and for just the price of drilling a well can pretty much take as much water as they want out of the aquifer right and they can do a commercial business for it. In other words, they can grow and make money, but it doesn't cost them anything for the water. I would have thought they were out of their fucking mind. There's no way this could be true. Right. There's absolutely no way this is possibly and true. And that's hyper accurate. Yeah, yeah, and that's exactly what it is. And this is the first step because it's got to be more than that. You can't just stop the growth. Eventually, those wells going to be shut down. It's going to cost. It's going to be lawsuits. It's going to be. That's where it's headed, though. Yeah. You know, and it's going to cost millions or billions of dollars to the state to stop this stuff from happening. But it's it's completely insane how the state of Arizona didn't have some other kind of a stopgap measure or some kind of contingency or anything. There is nothing right now. Yeah, there's nothing. They can, it's completely unlimited, unfettered. Right. So what they're wanting to do, uh, the, at least in this county, is to stop the growth more. of this, Stop of allowing growth. it to happen. So no more wells and no more companies drilling and, any more and wells. And just to just let you guys know, I, there's an acquaintance, almost a friend of mine, that's out of Southern California who flies um, uh, corporate jets and all kinds of stuff. He's a, a glider pilot as well, and that's how I know him. But he comes, in, he comes in unannounced, and he just walks in my building, and he's here, corporate flying farmers. Yep. You know, and that's the only reason he comes here to do this. I go, you're here with farmers again, aren't you? Yep. You're not very popular around here. He goes, I don't really tell anybody. He's coming here. They're coming in now, right now. I guarantee the word is out. They're probably punching more holes in the fucking ground right now before it gets grand so they can be grandfathered in. Exactly. That's what they're fucking doing. And I know, I don't want to talk to him about him because he's getting paid to do it. I guess he could just not do it. But, you know, they hire whatever company, a corporate, to fly them out. That's his job. Yeah. But, see, he knows it's not because they're – it's going on in California right now also you know there's so it's been going on and we have this long 25 year whatever drought plus more people um, plus there's uh, well it's less snowpack and that's a part of the drought thing and more farming going on and there's 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 an end to it at some point and we're we're finding out the end now you know we don't have this when they built Hoover Dam by the way over 100 years ago that wasn't during a unusual wet period wet meaning snow wet period and we didn't really know back then it was just 100 years ago we didn't really and have trends, and even out. prior to that is when the Colorado River Compact was signed out. That pre that that actually predates 
Hoover Dam by I think yeah. 20 years. Yeah, it was the early 1900s. It was after the dam burst and created salt, uh, the Salton Sea. Yeah, and so they just assumed and that that's oh that's the normal snowfall. Right, you know, and it was it was like 400 years of of unchar- right. uncharacteristically wet seasons. Yeah. And we'll have this Colorado flowing with fresh snow water melt off every damn spring, yeah. roaring down the Colorado River. And that's not what's going on the last 25 years. Right. And the result is now that, again, we don't deal with river water, but there's another, you know, the drought. You know, this this came from what, back in the last ice age, I think is what they were saying. Yeah. That's where this water came from that we're yeah. using underground. So this is our groundwater in in, in, the, in our area. And honestly, it's kind of, it's under attack by these farmers that is. have zero, give zero shits about the community. Because of shitty and legislation that was promoting. Or just lack thereof. Well, yeah, shitty it, legislation promoting. That's true as a free-for-all come yeah. in here if you want we'll support you you can have all the water that you that you can pump out yeah and grow your in whatever you want to grow yeah and because of that we're right now we're having to solve and, the problem but that was also done in an era because uh, i come from a farming area of the country um that has farms water that has tons of water <laughs> but there uh this the, that legislation was created because i kind of went on a deep dive on this shit probably a month ago and uh, come to find out that legislation, and this makes sense because it was great legislation when it was put in because sure. it helped Arizona sure. boom like crazy. With, and that's uh, what they wanted. Cotton and fruits and vegetables yep. and herbs and, and flowers and all sorts of stuff. And by the way, some of that cotton but, is called Goodyear, Arizona because Goodyear Tire Company raised cotton down there for a lot of the tires that went into World War II. Correct. Aircraft and Jeeps and everything else like that. That was, that was part of that. Yeah, and three uh, folks, have you ever driven on the Loop 303? That goes from uh, 60 down to the 10, which most of us have if you want to skip most of driving in Phoenix. Um, 303 used to be called Cotton Lane, and it used to be all cotton fields back in the 80s and real early 90s when I was driving, you know, not me driving, but by riding in a car with my parents, my grandparents from Tucson to visit family in Kingman. Because Arizona still had slavery, cotton, slavery was, back then. There were a lot of black people picking cotton oh, during God the damn 80s. It. And they were <laughs> You're so full of <laughs> shit. Yeah, it's... Fuck. Never mind. Yeah, the Emancipation Proclamation didn't hit Arizona until about the 1995. Well, we we're the last state to uh, Martin, Martin Luther King. King. I know, I know. And it anyway. took threatening, <laughs> threatening to take away highway funds. Anyway, um, so yes, yeah, like it's it, called, so, but that was anyway. the The legislation was brilliant in this era because that was a time where most farming was done manually. You had tractors, obviously, mm-hmm. but a lot of the picking and everything was done by workers. Those sure. workers have to migrant workers in our case or or well not even so much that was one of the reasons why the west valley grew so fast and people built homes there oh places yeah places like because of the farming because they needed a place to live they weren't migrants they stayed there year-round because they didn't have to migrate because they have four seasons where they can grow down there right they weren't they're like finally i don't have to not a mic that move every two months that's the definition of migrant workers so you brought permanent taxpayers yeah problem is farming isn't is is very automated now most farming is automated. Yeah, the vast majority of it. Yeah. yeah, so especially a lot of the the agriculture in this state is automated. So over the years, the farms got bigger, and the amount of people that they su- needed that they the amount of employees they needed to support those farms got to be less. It fell so off a now, cliff, really, yeah. Yeah, and now we're kind of stuck. Yeah. And then you have that, the, and now you have opportunistic, you know, businesses, which is, I mean, we're all you know, you're in business to make money. Totally get that. Yeah. Problem is, is that a lot of people are going to suffer and the town could potentially die because they're already seeing towns, people fleeing towns in California in the Central Valley Yes, and because they have, their aquifers are dried and, up. And by the way, the feds came in and said that you guys are going to have to start cutting this water back and we're going to do it for you. And they cut way back. The agriculture water. Yeah, the, the, the allotted water, the allotted yes. water from uh, from the Colorado River. Correct. Not, not the groundwater. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Those are two separate things, but they're part of kind of... It's the same water Two heads of the thing. same huge fucking problem, which is water. Right. But and, I mean, also... I'm I'm also one of those. Well, it's already fucked up, <laughs> so I and my thing is is uh well, the question, is I, it is it recoverable? That's the real question. I I would think so, but it's going to take a it's going to take a lot of uh, a lot of pain. It's going to take a lot of pain. It's going to take businesses having to up and move, and maybe people lose employees and things like that. But I mean, the bottom line is, is it's not sustainable. At the same time, we also know if if we had to like if the point was let's see if we don't let's see if we don't have to use water coming out of the ground. Or the Colorado River, like this community right here, if there was the right kind of infrastructure, we could have our own water from these storms that come through. Oh yeah, we could. And whole, I guarantee there's enough. The water that the rain that fell yesterday is and would probably be enough to sustain Kingman for ten years. 
it's quite possible. If you were yeah. able to recycle the water, clean it and, and, clean and, it and hold it yeah. and recycle it, yes. Yeah. Again, that's not. It takes it would take a shitload of money, but it's doable. It yeah. is doable. You know, so that's probably going to be part of the mix moving forward over the next number of decades is probably going to have some of that kind of stuff. Like we have recharging now too that goes down into the aquifer. But what's funny is we're we're doing that, but the farmers are sucking it out at an unbelievable rate. So we're recharging. Like the city is recharged. I don't know if it's the same if it's the same aquifer or the same what do you want to call it uh, again aquifer or uh, another term for the bait the not the base whatever where the water is down below us that's the aquifer okay yeah I know there's a couple separate ones and they they're not sure if they're exactly connected or not but it's possible that the city made you know like the green hole where that is that's a recharging area right. now it's possible that we put all that in there to help the city of Kingman and it's possible just getting sucked out by the farmers also, also I have to say it's not called the green hole. I know I'm the person so who designed sorry. that park, okay. and it's called Monsoon Park. Okay. But colle- uh, local colloquialism is the Green Hole. Cause it's, cause I have to say that just because I'm very good friends with the family of the, you know, the, the basically the guy who designed it, uh, right. uh, Daryl Fruworth, who used to be uh, director or superintendent of Parks and Rec for about 30 years. And now his son works for. Uh, and now Ryan is yeah. uh, actually works for the county. Okay. Because he's uh, in charge of the fairgrounds so but anyway this place but yeah. is kind of in the residential area it's a big square it's not kind thing. of it is in the middle yeah. of my residential area which yesterday i saw a guy in a on a jet ski <laughs> not a sea a stand-up stunt oh an old style old style old jet school ski og doing jet flips ski. and in it like in the, it was, in the monsoon park green hole whatever monsoon park was filled almost up to the brim well, nice yeah and yeah. i saw a couple people with kayaks and some canoes and i almost <laughs> threw my kayak out there but i'm like I fucking don't really feel like loading it up and taking it over there because right. I'd probably fuck myself up. I, 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 I don't know. I, I'm like, it's such a bad idea, but also such a funny idea to do right. that. To just, but anyway, I think it's great that the city really doesn't try to stop that. No, no, you know, no which is awesome because you would think that in this day and age, oh, we're not going to have any of that going on. Well, there's really kind of nowhere for them to go. Like, it's not like it's going to unless it overflowed its banks, which right. it's probably not going to do. It's it, the the only dangerous part is where the water flows into it. Right, and there's the concrete pilings up to right. kind of prevent large debris from going in there, but also probably prevent people from driving their vehicles in or So again, whatever. what you would have to have, like in, in these neighbor, like each neighborhood would probably have to have something like a recharging area. Yeah. And it would go down into like a massive cistern that you could dig out. And yeah. You could make a huge fucking holding tank and then have it this water treated somehow. Yeah. And this costs money, but it's doable. Yeah. People in the islands do it all the time. But the the really great thing would be is if those farms weren't pumping out so much fucking water. Correct, because almost no matter what we do, they're going to they're they're gratering the rate. Yes. They're sucking out them what's yeah. going in. So but I know in Bahamas for example, I know people that have little, that have houses there and it is all cistern stuff. Yeah. It's a, they they build the cistern and the house is built on top of Right. The cistern, and that's year round for years and decades. That's how they get their water. Is this the same thing in Hawaii? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So the island out there, middle of nowhere, that's how they survive. They don't yeah. have. Do they have desalinization also? I don't know. I don't know if Hawaii does. Okay. I know they have wells because it's Oahu's okay. one of the older islands, so it has actual aquifers under it and whatnot. It's volcanic rock, but it's very old. But it probably when it rains, it rains a lot there in some of these areas, right? It, it does on the and, one and, side of the island. It rains and every so it single day. So it sifts down in and goes right down yeah. into the same well water area, yeah. probably. But I also know that a lot of people do water catchment there. A lot of people. So the farmers, because there are a lot of farmers there, because there's a lot of natural rain there too, right? So I wonder yeah, you how don't really, they, I don't think they have to irrigate, right? Not not on most of the islands. I would say on the Big Island, yes, because you have because it's so big that it has actual desert climate on on one side of the island right. in one area. So like they're those areas, they're probably not trying to grow anything because there's fucking fertile lands on the other side of the island. You so know? I do so. think, if I recall, though, now that I'm, we're talking about this, I do believe that these houses down there, sometimes they're, like, if they, are, if they don't get a lot of rain and they're down there a lot and they're using a lot of water with a lot of guests, let's say, they might be running low-ish. And then I think a couple times they've had to pay some company some, some with water truck to come in barge to come float in and fill up the cistern yeah. for a couple hundred bucks or something. Yeah. So that that, that does happen occasionally. Anyway, it it is possible to build infrastructure to solve that. Oh, absolutely! Problem. Yeah, it's just it's a matter of money, right? It's a matter of what kind of dedication are we willing to pay yeah. and have that anyway. But in the meantime, please show up there at least. Put your butt in the seat. You don't have to be there the whole time in six to eight. You can you can breeze in at seven o'clock and stay for thirty minutes. Yeah, if you have to go somewhere, 
if you can speak, that would be great. And you don't have to say a lot. And they give you three minutes. You could just say, I am for stopping the well. You don't have to call it the crooked what it is. Stopping new well drilling for farmers and right. agriculture. And if they have enough people there, which I believe that they will, which is not to say relax and don't show up, but I believe it's going to be a pretty good turnout, Joe. I think so, too. You said you're going to be there. I'm going to be there. I'm going to sign up uh, and and just hopefully less than a minute I'll say what i got to say because I know there's going to be a lot of people that want to say something. And so you don't want to just tie up your max number of right. minutes. So, And don't feel, you know, people are always self-conscious. People are really scared to death of public speaking. We all are. But you're going to be one of a lot of people and they're not going to really care. I mean, you know, what I mean, no one really. The the person that cares the most is you, right? That's standing up there, but everybody else in there is pretty much just listening. Oh yeah, that's a, oh good. They're in agreement. Oh, okay, cool. They don't even care what you look like or if you got toilet paper on your heel. <laughs> check check your heels, folks. Like <laughs> just, I think, just yeah. <laughs> but that's please, the lesson in that story is just make sure you check your heels. But the county building, seven hundred Beale Street. We all know what it is. They you'll see the, signs. You'll see people walking in. It's very easy to find right. the. Uh, like auditorium or whatever, right? And you'll that. you'll probably have to when you walk in there. I believe the way the way they do it, they do it's different than the city. I believe they have tables that are right there. Yeah, that you sign uh, you can sign up and then fill a thing out, and they may take it right then too because to, to make it more efficient. Because normally what you do is you would take it down to the uh, where the uh, council member or the and hand it to like the the clerk or the whatever. clerk at yeah. the, uh, yeah. of the board. Yeah, and I, I bet they don't do that. I bet they'll say put it in this box here. We'll take them all down. Right, and then they might even call your name. They may it may take. You know, you it may, may have be to too, leave. It may be too many people, right. and if, if if but let's make it too many people. Let's make it too many people. Yeah, seriously, everybody. Community show activism. Up. Don't you? And and you can't. Just like with voting, if you didn't have your voice heard, right? You don't really get to fucking bitch. And this is I mean, not a political. It's not of Republican or Democrat, conservative, liberal. It's not. We all need it's water. A, we all need water. All of us. Yeah. So show up, please, and hang out with Cartoon Casual. <laughs> Come find us and tell us how terrible we sound. Right, exactly. You guys really like we could say yo yo cartoon casuals in the house. Oh, We're God. not going to say that, are you? When we show up to the microphone, I'm not I that. I'll just grab the mic, and be like yo, what up, what up, Mojave County? <laughs> like just get real fucking. I'll be your hype man. They <laughs> they they need they need a guy with a, a big hook like they used to do. They do, and just yeah. pull them off. The guy with the big hook will be uh, the guy who grabs and hooks me off of the fucking lectern. Thank you for calling and, the lectern. Yeah, I know I, I know the difference, and it bugs me when people don't. Right. They'll yank me off the lectern because I'm wearing a giant clock, and I'm hyping you up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy. I'm like, who invited Flavor um. Flav? <laughs> He's Flavor Flav. What flavor is he, ranch? Like, that's uh, fucking, that's me. Uh, uh, is there something else you want to talk about, or is that it? I mean, close. I think that's it. Yeah, that's it Anything for me. else? Yeah. Uh, go to the cellar door, go downtown. Beautiful weather coming up, folks. Yeah, enjoy it. This is this is the prime time. Come downtown to enjoy downtown. the beautiful weather. Yes, hang out on someone's patio. Grab a pizza. Grab Please. a sandwich. Grab 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 a beer. Grab a grab anyone. Someone. Grab Just grab someone. Pick up on somebody. Find somebody if only for right. one night. Yeah, Just do thought, it. Oh, I thought that was a sandwich. No, it wasn't. It was my butt cheek. It was my butt cheek. But man, is it a snack! <laughs> All right, with that, have a wonderful week, folks. Talk to you later. Thank you.